Okay. 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 I guess uh I guess Nick Smith might be gonna make sure he Okay. 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 I think uh yeah, I think Nick Smith actually might be coming back. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Uh, this is going to be a, a different type of podcast probably than what you're used to. It's going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit more concise because there's really only one topic that everybody wants to hear about and wants to know about. And so uh, we're going to talk about Nick Smith because uh, other than that, there's not really a whole lot going on, at least at the time of the recording of this podcast. So I figured we might as well just get into the nitty gritty and discuss it. Nick Smith uh, was a guy that we all know about and we know about his situation. And Eric Musselman was able to meet with the media today uh, at the again, recording of this podcast and speak about Nick Smith and some of the specifics that's been going on with him. And here's the update that Eric Musselman gave in today's press conference. Any change of status or, or progress of note with Nick? Yeah, Nick's, uh, you know, he has uh, practiced the last few days with us. Um, obviously, he did not go on the road trip so that he could continue to stay back here and work on his conditioning. Um, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're optimistic that uh, and hopeful that Nick will be able to play sometime here in the near future. Really? Hmm. Quite interesting there from Eric Musselman. He's been practicing. He's been also getting ready to join the team again. I don't know why I just started doing a Polly Shore impersonation. That was terrible. But how about that? How about that? With Eric Musselman coming out and being very honest about everything with Nick Smith saying that uh, he's practicing with the, with the team. They're expecting him to come back. Of all of that stuff that was going on about him never playing again, I, I will admit, like I was one of those person people that was saying that he's going to be got back for sure. And up until about just a few days ago, I was kind of like, oh, maybe not, maybe not. I was kind of having uh, some feelings one way or the other because everyone's just throwing around crap to see what sticks. But you heard it from Eric Musselman, the horse's mouth, if you will, himself, that Nick Smith has been practicing with the team and could, according to reports and according to other people who they know, uh, could return as soon as this weekend against Mississippi State. Games at Bud Walton, 5 o'clock on ESPNU. And that could be the time where Nick Smith makes his debut once again for the Razorbacks coming off of injury. This is huge. Uh, I know that things are going really well for Arkansas right now. Since you're coming off of that Kentucky win. And, you know, you got to be excited about all the things that are coming along with the expectations and all of that. But the focus has now turned to not only Mississippi State, which this team will have to still take care of business for, but Nick Smith and him possibly returning this weekend. So, again, we don't know if he will for sure. We don't know that. But what we do know is that he's coming back at some point in time this year and he has been practicing. So let's just, for the sake of fun, let's just go ahead and discuss him coming back this weekend. Let's just play the game that... This is the weekend. This is the game against Mississippi State that Nick Smith Jr. officially returns. What does that do for this team in this game? Well, 
my predictions. These are just going to be my predictions. My predictions is that we don't even know Nick Smith officially will be playing until the day of the game. I think that it would be something to where a statement would be made prior to tip-off, maybe an hour or two prior to tip-off, that he will be suiting up for the Razorbacks. I think that that would be the way it, it's handled. Doesn't mean it will be for sure, but um, I think that just knowing how Muss and uh, the way that the program handles news and, and breaking news or if somebody's out or whatnot, I could see that happening. And if he does suit up for Arkansas this weekend, he's not going to start. I would be extremely surprised if he started. I would be extremely surprised if he played more than 25 minutes in a game. Hopefully, Arkansas is doing so well without him that they don't really need to rely on him as much. But when he comes into the game, it's going to be to a thunderous applause. And it should be, rightfully so. Razorback fans are going to be excited and stoked for him to suit up for the Razorbacks and to see what he's got. And I think that with what he has been able to provide as just a player so far, in the short time we've seen him, he's got five games. He's played in five games for the Razorbacks. He's averaged in those five games around 23 minutes, 13 points per game, also two rebounds, two assists, uh, nearly a steal, only one turnover. He has shot 85, uh, 84% from the free throw line. He shot 39% from the field and 30% from three-point land. So, you know, it's not like you just look at those numbers and say, oh, okay, so that's what you've been missing out on. Uh, but I think that more than anything, Nick Smith returning is going to make everybody better. He's a phenomenal player. He's an incredible player. He's the best player on this team. He's going to be more than likely the highest drafted player on this team. We know what he's capable of. We know what his talents are like. We know just how good he can be. But having the threat of him out there on the court, to me, is the most important thing. Where Mississippi State, for instance, if it's Mississippi State, their game plan and everybody's game plan really against Arkansas has been, okay, we'll go into the zone, you know, try to force them to shoot threes, maybe alleviate that a little bit because Arkansas has been making some threes here recently. Put that in motion. Put that together. And if somebody, you know, ends up starting making threes, then we can adjust. But these are the guys you need to watch. You need to watch Anthony Black. You need to watch Ricky Council. And you need to watch Devo Davis. Those are the guys that are the go-to dudes that can get the scoring. And on occasion, you'll have some other guys, but those are the ones you need to slow down and stop because they are all pretty inconsistent. You know, sometimes they'll have great games. Sometimes they'll have not so great games. You know, there's just been an element of let's just play this zone force him to shoot threes, take it out of, out of it from inside, keep him from driving inside, and go from there. It's worked in a lot of cases. But suddenly, if Nick Smith gets added into the mix to where now he is on the court, you can't do the whole, well, let's just run zone because he'll make you pay for it. So what do you do? Well, maybe you still try to run zone, right? Maybe you try to run zone. Well, one, he's either going to make you pay or two, you're going to have to be very conscious of him when he's out on the three-point line and he catches the ball because you know that he can release it and he can get a shot anywhere. But especially from three, he can make you pay. Suddenly, that zone has to extend. And it almost turns into a, hey, as soon as he catches the ball, we might as well be one-on-one -on -one with him. Keep him right there. And then when that happens, it opens up somebody else. Devo, Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh, Council one of the Mitchell twins, Jalen Graham, opens up somebody else because now the focus shifts tremendously towards Nick Smith. So say they want to run man-to-man. -man. Okay, it's a defense that comes in, wants to run man-to-man -man and all that. Good luck. Good luck. 
because this Razorback team, offensively, they've had their issues. There's no question. But if you try to play man-to-man on them, that's when they're going to have the most success because they're going to go right by you. They're going to dribble past you. They're going to set up pick and rolls. Like they're, they're going to hurt you that way. And Nick Smith is going to be the element that can really cause some problems because no matter where he's at on the floor, he can make a shot. He can make it from three, make it from the elbow, make his free throws inside, dunks, lay, whatever it is, he can make the shots. He can make the shots. And when you have somebody like them and you're having to play man-to-man, suddenly you have to put your best defensive player on Nick Smith because he's the best player out there when it comes to offense. So when you do that, that opens up other players once again because before Nick Smith ended up getting healthy, you would have to put him on Anthony Black or Ricky Council. Well, it's like, crap. All right, well, we got to put our best defensive player on Nick Smith. And guess who that opens up? Anthony Black, Ricky Council, Devo Davis. To where they have... Maybe he's a good defender still, but not their best defender. And then he, they're able to take care of business and, and make some moves and try to figure out some ways to make that work. So it opens up everything. Nick Smith being back will be great for production, be great for his talent, be great for depth, all of those things. And there's no denying that. There's no question about it. Everybody wants him back. Must wants him back. The team wants him back. Razorback fans want him back. Everybody wants him back on the team. But more so than just the numbers he'll put in the box score, It'll be about his presence. His presence alone is going to change the way teams game plan for Arkansas. And if they don't game plan the right way, someone's going to make him pay. And in a lot of cases, it might be Nick Smith. Nick Smith is talented enough. He can take over games. He can get a shot anywhere he wants. He can create his own shot. He's that level. And if they foul him, he'll go to the free throw line and hit his free throws. Like when you have, you're going to have cases, I'm sure, where you're going to have Anthony Black and Nick Smith and Ricky Council out there at the same time, maybe even Devo Davis, depending on who they're going up against, and then just have one big Mitchell twin down low or whoever. But you could have a situation where you have those four guys out there on the court and all three of them, you're like, holy ball sack, what do I do? What, who do I guard? Because all these guys are capable of hitting threes. Some are better than those, but they're all capable. But And all of them have shown that they're capable of getting to the rack. They're like all of them can drive. And all of them can, you know, get to the free throw line. And for the most part, they're all right at free throws, but some are better than others again. But they can make you pay that way. Who do you guard? How do you do it? It opens everything up. And I'll say that the excitement level is warranted for Arkansas and for Arkansas fans to be feeling this way too. But a question that I've gotten asked, I'm sure that you've thought about and maybe asked yourself is, well, okay, so what does this do for chemistry? Team chemistry, what does it do for it? Does it end up being a problem? Because this team's doing really well right now. Like, they're playing really good basketball. If you insert Nick Smith, after not being playing with this team for the past few months, that may upset the chemistry. That may be problematic. Who, You know, whose minutes are you going to take away? You know, whatever these questions that get asked. But you got to realize it and put it into this perspective. He's talented enough, for one, to overcome any of those, quote, chemistry issues that you think would be there. He is that talented. He's that next level talented. So it's not like you're just throwing in a role player. You're throwing in a future NBA lottery draft pick. And his talent would overcome any sort of, quote, chemistry issues there may be. But the other thing is, is that with this team, they want him there. And they've been practicing together build towards that. The coaches want them, him there too. 
So if the coaches and the team, they desperately want him, the chemistry is an easier thing to overcome because they know what he's capable of. They, they practice when they played with him over uh, seas. They played with him in the early part of the year. It's not like he's just never played before with these guys. It may take some time. It may take a game or two to get back in the swing of things, but he's going to be fine. He's going to play, and the team is going to gel with him just nicely. But the most important aspect of the question of chemistry comes to this and this alone. You have Eric Musselman. Eric Musselman, without a doubt, is the best coach in college basketball when it comes to roster management, when it comes to knowing who to play and when and why, knowing how to build a culture of guys that can get the most out of each other, but also don't complain, don't whine, don't throw fits whenever they don't get enough playing time. They know the role. They know how it's done. They know how it works. And he's going to be the one that makes sure that everybody understands it, gets it, and moves forward with it to make it the best product possible. Eric Musselman is that guy. That's his experience in the NBA, in the CBA, you know, D-League, G-League, whatever it is. He has that experience because there were so many times as a coach, one player would leave, the other player would come in. And you have to figure it out. You got a week to do it. He would make it work. He knows how. And so I think that the same thing with Nick Smith, none of that problem, none of the chemistry issues will be a thing. He'll be just fine. He'll step right in and be just fine. So this is nothing, nothing but a positive. No negatives when Nick Smith returned. Again, we don't know if it's for sure, at least not yet, for sure if it's going to be against Mississippi State this weekend or if it's next week or whatever. We don't know that just yet, but it looks like it is coming. It, it is happening. And so I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see what happens because, again, it'll be nothing but positive. And the way that this team is playing right now, we talked about it yesterday on the podcast. The way they're playing right now, they're an NCAA tournament team, for sure. They're a team that might even be a, a force to be reckoned with and playing their best basketball and can turn it on at the right time and really make some moves in the month of February, maybe in the SEC tournament, for sure. And when you add in Nick Smith to that, when you add his game into that and all the things that we talked about, it changes the game. It takes Arkansas from being that team that would be an eight or nine seed, maybe win a game, maybe two, depending on who they went up against, be really lucky, and then be out. It takes them from being that team to suddenly that final four-level type situation you thought was possible could be possible. Not saying it'll happen. NCAA tournament's a crazy thing, but they'll be talented enough to be that. They'll be talented enough to do those things. And so... I think that it's just going to be something you all, we all have to sit back, watch, embrace, enjoy, and have fun with. Because I think there is no question about this game and then this team and then what's going to happen with Nick Smith that it's not going to be something that's going to be beautiful and awesome. I can't wait. I cannot wait. But again, a lot of time, a lot of things need to change, a lot of development, a lot of games. They got to continue to get better. And Mississippi State's no slouch. Defensively, they're really good. So Arkansas got to take care of business, but Nick Smith looking to return. Things are going pretty good. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.